Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 13 of Process to Profitability. This is the first in a series of episodes where I'm going to be taking you through what it looks like to work with a website designer and what a good strategic and beautiful website can do for your business. Today we're going to start with how to work with a website designer. So I'm going to be walking you through the process of website design, what you need to have prepared in advance, some tips, and some frequently asked questions that I get from clients. I wanted to start today by talking a little bit about why I love website design so much. As many of you may know, I design websites for creative entrepreneurs and small business owners who really want to grow their businesses. And I love doing this on the Squarespace platform, which we're going to talk about in more detail in future episodes. So this is going to be a generic overview of working with a website designer, but things are going to be in light of Squarespace. The reason I love website design is because your website is your online space. It's the place that people are going to find you online, get in touch with you, and hopefully hire you. It is the place where you can represent who you are, your expertise, you can share content, and you can really make it your online home more than any other platform. Your website is the thing that you own. So a lot of people talk about owning email lists, But in order to get people to even sign up for that email list, you have to get them to your website. You have to get them interested. And you do that by really showing off who you are, what you do, and who you help on your website. So the process of website design with a designer like me is not really that complicated, but there are a lot of moving parts involved. So I'm going to talk through that. Um, in an overview format, but I'm also going to go into depth about some of the steps that I take um, behind the scenes that you might not see from a client point of view, but that should be happening in a project with a website designer so that you know you're getting the most for your money, that you're getting a strategic website design that is going to give you what you need for your business. My process starts when a potential client reaches out to me and we schedule a call. Now, this consult call is a free call. We will walk through their current website, talk about some of the goals that they have for their business and things that they need for their website. So I like to get a big overview of what do they need to include, but then get into some of the details so that I know exactly what I'm going to be looking for in a project so that I can create a timeline for them and really make sure that we're not missing anything along the way. After that consult call, if someone decides to work with me, I like to send out a series of questionnaires. And this is not just questionnaires about the website they're looking for or the look that they're going for, but it's about their business. I want to get to know 
my clients and who they are and who they work with and what they're trying to sell. Because every website has a goal. And if you are an online business, your ultimate goal of your website is to sell something. But there are so many different ways to do that depending on what it is that you sell and who you target and how you work with people. It's going to look very different for a product-based business than for a coach who has to do interview calls with somebody. So I have to get an idea of all of that before we get started. I also need to get an idea of my client's brand and what's going to make sense for a website as far as getting a template started and getting that design to a starting point so that I can make the website beautiful and strategic. If my client comes to me with their brand completed, then I will roll with that. I will look it over. I will dig into that. I will take whatever information they have and think all of that over and use that in their website design. But if they don't, then I like to start with a mood board. And the reason I do this, even in website design projects, is because I think that mood boards give a really great representation of how your business is going to be represented visually and the feeling we're trying to, to show the images that we're trying to gather, it's a great starting point because it puts all of that in one place and it's visual and it, it serves as a reference point for the entire project. Once we have that down, whether it's a brand that's already designed or we work through designing a mood board that fits the business, I send it over to my client and we get started on the good stuff of the website that is the content. So behind the scenes, what this looks like is I will send what I call a website vision guide. And this is a PDF. It goes over the overview goal of their website. It gets into some of the details about what they need as far as e-commerce and email lists and opt-in pages and all of those special things that might not apply to every business. So some of the specific things that are included in the website vision guide are any parts of the business that are unique that I need to know about, uh, the main purpose of the website, and a short description of the brand, and then any required functionality. So, what do you need on your website in order to function for your clients? If that is e-commerce, is that um, newsletter subscriptions? And then some additional requirements that I see on a lot of websites, but I like to include them here so that we make sure that everything you need on your website is covered. And then I leave room for future functionality. So things you might want to update in the future or you might want to add, I love to know that in advance so that I can set your website up in a way that it can grow with you as your business grows and as you try new things. What they're also going to get is a site map. And for me, this doesn't actually look like a map necessarily, but it's a list of all of the pages that are going to be on their website, front end, back end, things they might not think of, so the pop-ups. And this gives us a great starting place for gathering content. 
These include the main pages, home, about, blog, services, a subscribe page, any sort of resources page, contact page, shop pages. And I give a brief description of what each of those pages is going to look like. The reason I do it this way is because that helps my clients know what type of content they need to create for those pages. If they have a really good idea of what goes on their homepage, for example, they're going to be able to write content for that that's a lot more relevant than me just saying, I need something for a homepage, come up with just one line of text that I can add. We want this whole process to be strategic because I want the website design to support the content that you're sharing and the copy that's on your website. I also include an other section under the sitemap, and these are things that are not going to stand out on a website, but they're things you need in order for it to function. So this includes the pop-up that happens after you submit your contact form. What does that say? What information does it give? It includes the terms and conditions and privacy policy pages, letting clients know that these are things they need to have in place and if they don't already have something or if they have special circumstances, they're going to want to get in contact with a lawyer who can help them out with that. By giving clients all of this upfront, they know what content they need for their website before we start the design process. They're not sitting there questioning what it is that they're going to have to give me. They're not trying to figure that out at the last minute or making changes all along the way. I like to work with the content completed before we start the design. And you can't do that if you don't know what it is that we are creating for your website. After the content section in the website vision guide, there's a next step check section. This just lets people know that this is the vision we're going off of for a website. And if it, you agree with that, if you think it fits what you're looking for, then we're going to go ahead with the project. If not, let me know and we're going to make some edits. We want this to guide the way that the website is designed strategically and the functionality and what's included and then the actual design, the fitting to your brand comes later. Once that website vision guide is approved and the person has had a chance to look over the content we're going to be including, I send a content to-do list. And this is a fun checklist. I usually send it in Asana, but I also have it as a PDF that gives you more information about what pages we need and what to include on those. I also like to include links to really helpful blog posts or podcasts that help you write those pages in case you're not hiring a copywriter. And if you are interested in hiring a copywriter, I'm always happy to recommend somebody that I know works really well with small businesses and can get things done so that your website isn't delayed by the content you're trying to create, which usually is the hardest part. And that's something I want to say. Creating the content for your website is the hardest part. It is the most time consuming. It's the thing you're going to go back and edit over and over and over again. And while you want to have the best possible content up front for when your website launches, 
I also really encourage you to go back and update your website as needed. And that's why I love the Squarespace platform. It makes it really simple for you to get in there and update your own website without having to get in touch with a designer and wait for them to have an opening in their schedule. Now, once the sitemap and the content to-do list have been sent off, I'm basically waiting for my clients to get that all back to me. During that time, I will be wireframing, and what that means is I am going to be sitting down, I'm going to be drawing out what the main pages of the website are going to look like. For me, in Squarespace, I actually do this on the Squarespace platform. So I go in, I choose a template that's going to work, I set it up, I add their brand colors and their logo and some sample images, and then I fill it in with some just standard text, and it gives my clients a really good idea of what their finished page is going to look like. It shows where the images are and where the text is and where the buttons are and how everything works together. There are some designers who wireframe in Photoshop or other programs so that basically what you get when you receive that first part of the design is a PDF or a static page that you could print out and draw on, but I like to do this in Squarespace because it gives you the chance to click around and play with things and see how it really works for your website visitors. If you never get to see how a website functions, if you never get to hit the buttons until the very end, you're not gonna be quite sure what it is that your visitors will experience until your website's already designed. So I want you to have that experience hands-on from the beginning. And how this works for Squarespace is I set it all up in Squarespace. I design a couple of the pages, usually the home page, one of the content pages, one of the shop pages, and the contact form. I get that set up um, with your content or with some generic content, depending on if I've received things from you yet or not and then I send it over to you. You are added as a person holding permissions on Squarespace so you can get in there and click the buttons and go to the pages and see if the links work. This makes it really easy for me because I am already doing some of the back-end development. I am making sure all the links go to the right places ahead of time. And then when you give me your copy for your website and your images, I'm just adding them, I'm plugging them in, and then I'm checking them. So once you have approved the wireframe of a design, what your designer will do is she will take that, or I will take that, and I will make any changes we've talked about, and we will flesh it out and turn it into the live site. This means that I'm going to add the content that you gave me, the images, the copy, the buttons. I'm going to make sure it connects to everything it needs to connect to and that it works as a functioning website. And then I'm going to design the other pages based on the designs you've already approved. So we don't design every page to look totally different. 
There are basic building blocks for every website that you're going to use so that your website is consistent, so that visitors understand that each time they go to a page, this thing is going to be in this location and this other part might be in a different location. And the content might change and the images might change and the layout will vary somewhat depending on what you need, but it's not gonna look like a totally different website every time you click on a new page. And I wanna to touch on the feedback part here because I think this is where the website design process can get a little tricky. A lot of website designers tend to be used to working on their own. They get your information, they get the design, they will send you things here and there along the way, but they're going to be the ones that are really doing the work. That's not how I like to work. And the reason for that is I love and I work best when I'm getting feedback from somebody. So I will create your wireframe for your website, I will let you see it, I will let you click around in it, and then I want you to give me feedback. And then I will go in and make those changes and you will get an email saying that they're made. And we're gonna go back and forth. Sometimes we might jump on a Skype call so that I can screen share and we can try moving things around to different places so that the process goes faster, so that I'm getting real-time feedback as to how you're feeling about your website, and so that you are getting to see this design in process. And it makes a lot more sense about why I'm choosing to make the decisions the way that I am because you're actually a part of the design. So once I've gotten your feedback on this wireframe and those pages that we've designed, I'm gonna create everything that there is. I am gonna go through and make sure all of the buttons are linked to the right pages and the links are up. I'm going to import any blog content that you have. I'm gonna add your images in the right places and make sure that they're cropped so that they look good. And then I'm gonna go through, and this is a really important step that a lot of people miss, especially if they are not website designers, and I'm gonna test everything. So I actually test everything in a variety of ways. I will do a test on um, each page. I will test all of the links, I test all of the buttons, but then I also test it on desktop in a couple of different browsers. I test mobile, I test tablet versions, I make sure to run through a test um, checkout process if you have something that people are purchasing on your websites. I'm checking all of the confirmation pages. I'm making sure that when someone signs up for your email list, it actually goes to where it's supposed to go. And all of that is really important because those are the things that make your website actually function. You want those parts of your website to work so that you know that when visitors come to your website and see everything, they're getting exactly what they expect. When they click that button that says, learn more about me, they're actually going to the about page and not to a broken link. Once all of that testing is done, and sometimes this happens as I go or at the end of the project, but I like to go in, I like to 
add in some SEO, some keywords, get you all set up for that so that you have a really good basis for your search engine optimization, for getting found on Google. I'm making sure all of that is connected so that you have a strategic functional website that's also beautiful. And once I've tested everything, I'm gonna send it over to you to test everything. I want you to go through and click all the things and figure out what it is that might be missing or might not work because I have been staring at your website for a really long time and I don't want to miss anything. And a lot of times it's great to have multiple pairs of eyes on a project before we launch. So once everything is tested, it's all up to date. Your content is in there. Your SEO is started. We're all connected up. Then we're going to schedule your website launch. And this is the most exciting and sometimes the most scary part of a website design because this is when you are putting that brand new website out into the world and you are showing people what you've got and you are hoping that it resonates with your dream client. And if you've got a good website designer and if you've created great content, it's going to. And your job is just to help get it in front of the right people. So I will give you a website launch guide that walks you through the process of launching, what's going to happen on the back end, what does it mean when your website goes down or if we have to transfer hosting or domains, what does that look like and what do you have to do? And hint, you don't really have to do very much except be patient while I make sure that everything works the way it's supposed to. And we do it sort of as a soft launch. We make sure that everything is up and running. I make sure I test everything one more time once your website is live. And that's when you can start promoting the heck out of it. You can show everyone in the world and shout it from the rooftops that your new website is live and ready for visitors to start coming to hire you or purchase your product. But my website design process doesn't end there. And for a lot of designers, this is the case, but for some it's not. So I offer all of my clients retainer packages, and with the website design, you get a couple of hours that are included that you can use anytime in the next year for updates. The reason I do this is because even though your website looks great when you launch it, there are going to be things you want to change or a service you want to add or new products. So you have those hours in the bank to come back to me and say, this is what I need your help with. Can we work on this? And I will get it on my schedule and we'll work on that. And once those hours are used up, you always have the option of coming back to me for other things as we have sort of arranged in advance. If you're ready to improve your website today, get my free five website updates to get legit guide by going to lemonandthesea.com slash five updates. There you will find a guide with five easy updates you can make today that are going to make your website stand out, be legal, and it includes free resources that you can check out as well as easy action steps to get you started so that you can start making improvements to your website today. That is at lemonandthesea.com slash five updates. 
The other thing that I do with my website design, which is a little bit different because I work with Squarespace, is I back up your website. So what you're going to get is a Google Drive folder that we're going to share that has copies of all of the customizations that I have written, all of the code that I have added to your website. I'm going to back up your website so that you have those files, the style file, the content file, so that if you needed to put that website back together, you have a starting place for all of that. I'm also going to give you an entire library of tutorials for how to use your website, how to make updates, and I always find that it's helpful to make customized videos to fit your website because everybody's works a little bit differently and I want you to be empowered to make changes when you need to. So that's basically the website design process. It sounds like a lot and it can take a long time, but there is a reason for that. And that reason is because your website is your online home. It's where people find you. It's where they hire you. It's where they learn from you. If you want it to look and function the best it possibly can. And that's why hiring a website designer can be so useful if you're not sure that you want to handle that yourself because we already know how to make sure those functions happen. And when we're familiar with the platform we're designing on, we can go a lot faster than someone who isn't familiar with it because I know exactly how to make these changes on Squarespace that might take you a really long time. It's not that you couldn't figure it out. It's just that your time is probably better spent working on a different part of your business. So now that we've talked through the website design process, I want to talk about the things that you need to have before you get started on your website design project. And if you don't have these in place, I'm going to make sure you're aware of them, but it might delay the start of your project, which might delay your launch. So the most important thing and the thing that takes the longest, as I said, is your copy for your website, your content. That's your homepage, that's your about page, that's all of the words on your website. I am not a copywriter, so I can't write those things for you. You can hire someone, you can do it yourself, whatever works for you, but you need to have that ready for me so that all I have to do is upload it and make sure there are no red squiggly lines from spell check and just put it in and format it so that it looks great, but the words are already there. You're also going to need to have your images. You don't necessarily need to have them sized for your website because you don't know what it's going to look like yet, but you want to make sure that you have the images you need. You're going to need header images, images for any of your products, headshots for yourself. All of those images, whether you have a custom photo shoot for that or if you are purchasing images from a stock photo site, you're going to want to have all of that in place or at least have a really good idea of what you're looking for if you need your website designer to help you. And if you have all of that and you can come to me, that's great. That saves us some time. If I need to search for images, it will take some more time because I want to find what's best for your brand and your website and then I can resize them to fit the design that we need it to fit. 
The biggest thing with images is you want to make sure they're high quality so that we can crop them and resize them as needed. You want to make sure that they fit your brand and you want to make sure that you are legally allowed to use them on your website. That means you can't just go to Google and right click and download an image and use it. You don't own the rights to that image. You either need to work with a photographer to get images and have a release from them, or you need to go to a stock website that you are paying for and that you know you have the rights to use that on your website. And you need to know however you need to represent it on your website if you need to give credit or not so you can let me know for when those go live. The other thing I love to know about are any tools that you use in your business that you want to connect to your website. So that might be your email service provider like MailChimp or ConvertKit. It might be a scheduling tool like Acuity. It might be a client management system. Whatever it is that you want connected to your website for whatever purpose, I need to know what those are and I'm eventually going to need to get the login information so that I can make sure it's all connected and working correctly. If you come to me and you're not sure exactly which tool you should be using, but you know what you want your website to do, then I can probably suggest things and we can go from there. But either way, we want to make sure that your website functions the best way possible for your business to make sure that everything runs smoothly and is as easy for you to handle as possible. Now, that has been a lot of information. I have gone over the website design process. I've gone over things you need on your website. And I want to tell you a little bit about a resource that I have created for you in case you are really overwhelmed and you just want to start updating your website a few things at a time. So what I have done is created a guide of five things to update on your website to get legit right now. You can download that on my website at Process to Profitability. There's going to be a link in the show notes. And what it's going to do is walk you through the five main things you need to make sure are on your website and what to do if you have them or things to check if you don't. All right. So we have gone through a lot of content already but I want to go through some fun tips for your website design. And some of these are going to apply to you and some might not, depending on what you offer, but these are really good tips that you can apply today and that you should know for a future website design project. The first one is your portfolio is so key to your website but you don't want to show off every project or every event you've ever done. Make sure that your portfolio is showing off the best of the best and the things that you want to do more of. You want it to attract your dream clients and repel people that are not going to be a good fit for you. The second, when you are getting ready to start a website design project, you are going to find a lot of designers out there especially if you put a call out in a Facebook group. So instead of doing that, go to some of your favorite websites, look at the bottom and see who it was designed by, or ask a friend who they've used, who can, they can recommend to you that you can trust 
to get back to you, to work closely with you, and to give you the website that you need. Then make sure you jump on a call with them. Even if you love their design from what you've seen online, you want to make sure that you're a good fit because you're going to be talking to that person. You're going to be giving them a lot of insight into your business. And so you want to work with somebody you can trust, somebody you like, somebody that you're going to get along with for the length of this project. Another tip is to make sure you have planned enough time for your website design. Every designer is different and some are going to have wait lists, but I would leave at least two to three months from the time you start a website design project until launch so that you are not trying to rush and get everything done. You may want to tack on some additional time to this if you are writing your own content or working with a copywriter so that everything can be in place and run as smoothly as possible. I have found that a lot of my clients have trouble with designers in general, and it's so unfortunate because designers have this bad reputation of disappearing once they've gotten your money. And I promise most of us are not like that, but it seems to be a trend that designers will get your money, they'll get your initial ideas, they'll go away, they'll disappear, and they get so caught up in what they're doing that they forget to get back to you. So if you want to avoid that, make sure you have a designer who is going to involve you in the design process as much as you want to be involved. And if you don't want to be involved at all, that's okay. Just make sure that they have some sort of procedure for keeping you up to date on what you're supposed to be doing and their progress and a way for you to let them know any feedback that you have or things that you're struggling with in a way that you can get in contact quickly and have a very easy time communicating so that the rest of the project can go smoothly and be the focus of what you're doing together. And if you are looking for tools for your website, if you're trying to figure out what it is that you want to use on your website, don't be afraid to ask your designer. They are probably very familiar with the tools that are available and integrate well with your website. And if they aren't, they're probably going to do some research and dig in anyway to make sure it's all set up correctly. So ask, tell them what you need and ask them for their suggestions. Now, before we finish up, I want to cover a couple of the frequently asked questions that I get from clients and potential clients. So let's cover that now. Frequently asked question number one, when will my project launch? We all want things to launch as quickly as possible when we're excited about them. But a good website design is probably going to take two to three months. So make sure you allow time for that and time for feedback during that process. What is the ongoing cost of a website? Now, website design could cost a lot up front, but there are also ongoing fees that are going to be associated with it that you're not necessarily going to pay to your designer. 
Those fees are going to include a fee for your domain, which is usually yearly. It can be $15, $25, and that's basically so that you have your URL. You're also... You're also going to have a hosting fee, and that means that wherever your website is hosted, you have to pay them a monthly or a yearly fee for it to be live. On Squarespace, this is done um, either monthly or yearly, but and it's done through Squarespace, but on WordPress websites, you're actually going to pay for a host who then will host, will put WordPress on that hosting so that that's what people see. Your website designer can help you figure out what the best options are for you, but that can range anywhere from $12 a month up to $35 or $40 or more, depending on what it is that you need, how much speed, how much space, and who it is that you're using. All right, question number three, what are you as the client responsible for? Website designs are a commitment in time and money. Your designer is going to build your website to fit your business, but you're gonna be a part of that process. That means you're going to get deadlines and things that you have to do in order for the project to move along. And so you wanna make sure you know what that is, when it's due, and you keep on top of it. Another frequently asked question is about SEO and keywords and what I as a designer can help you with. So I can help you implement SEO, I can help you set up your keywords, I can get that all on your webpage, and I know some of the basics from digging into your business, but if you really want to get into keyword strategy, you can find somebody who's really an expert at that. And I am going to have an interview on that coming up in the future on this show so that you can learn a little bit about more, a little bit more about it for your own business. Finally, one of the questions I get asked, and I covered this a little bit earlier, but I just want to go over it here is, am I going to be able to update my website once I'm done? I think this is a big fear of a lot of people because they have had a website in the past that has been really unwieldy that they've been afraid to touch because they don't want to mess anything up. I want you to be empowered to update your own website when you need to. And so I have chosen Squarespace as a platform because it's really easy once you figure it out. It's hard to break it and I create customized tutorials for your website so that you can follow along in video format to make sure you know what you're doing. There's also a tutorial library that I offer to all of my clients that goes over some of the basics, like how to add a page or add a blog post. Those are things that everybody is going to need to know, and so you can watch and follow along and learn how to do it yourself. 
I hope that this episode really unraveled some of the mystery behind what website design involves and what you can expect. But if you have any questions about the process, what's involved, what you need to know, just reach out to me. You can always email me at samantha at lemonandthesea.com. And don't forget that I have put together that five things you need to update on your website guide so that you can start making changes to your website that get you hired and get your business set up for success. I will see you guys next week with an interview. And then from then on, every other week is going to be talking about website design and Squarespace and all of those good things. And we're going to be alternating those with interviews from experts who help you better run your business with tools and strategies that are going to give you the ability to serve your clients well and make money doing what you love. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 